0: Welcome back to another episode of My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock, and we're all familiar with the big names in horror. freddie Jason, Mark Zuckerberg. But who we're not familiar with are the ones just outside the terror. The ones who didn't get to tell their tales. Now, like most kids, I had a pet growing up. I had a little cat, and her name was Nikki. And I loved her very, very much. I had her for a long time. But like most pets, she got sick and she died. And I miss her terribly to this day. And if I had the chance to take her to a place and bury her and knowing that i'd get her back i think i'd do it but i don't think i'd do it if i knew she was going to come back all effed up from the way she was before i found out a little bit about that with this week's guest Thank you so much for doing this again. This is very very cool. I'm I'm very grateful that you were able to do this again.
1: Yeah, it's really hard for uh, people who like to podcast to hear their own voices uh, <laughs> more than once. This is a tremendous tremendous problem. I'm in my pajamas. What a what a strain. No, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I found my <laughs>
0: best heavy metal T-shirt to wear to do this today. So we're good. Oh, go.
1: what's your best? What is your best med- heavy metal T-shirt?
0: It's the band Ghost
1: okay, I all right I
0: don't know if you're if you know them or like them, but i'm a I'm a big fan.
1: I, what is, I do know them. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of metal, but uh, but I'm wearing my, I have this like sort of oversized Stand Against Evil t-shirt that um, I, to me is like a fun cast shirt, but it has a, a, a pentagram and a monster on it. Awesome. And I realize when I wear it out and people look at me weird, like, oh yeah, you don't know that this is like a parody <laughs> shirt. You think that I worship the devil. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs>
0: I bought the Satanic Bible off Amazon and I had it sent to my mom's house and she thought it was something for her and opened it and was very upset with me when she saw what it was. <laughs> oh
1: no wait a minute yeah. first of all, I thought the beginning of that story was that you were pranking your mom, which I was very intrigued by <laughs> no 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 uh, now I now I'm wondering uh, why you bought it and had it sent to your mom's house and when this happened
0: because uh, I was going there to I was gonna be there anyways so I had it sent to her so I could just have it and she thought it was a cell phone cover that she bought. Oh, no. So I just wanted to have it. I don't know why. I, I think a buddy of <laughs> mine you
1: should one. be You should be alarmed by the I don't know why of it all, because <laughs> that's usually a sign that a dark force is giving you ideas. I, yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. I, it was like seven bucks on Amazon, so I figured the deal was too good to pass up.
1: Understood. That's what Prime Day is for, I guess. I don't know. I hear a lot about Prime Day, but I've never taken advantage of it. Now I know I should have bought the Satanic Bible.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, but I mean... Maybe next year, give it a look. See,
1: yeah. Well, let's figure out some other stuff you can have sent to your mom that she can open by mistake to just further confuse her.
0: There's got to be like good serial killer books and and whatnot, right?
1: Oh, definitely, and like bomb making books. I mean, it's all available. <laughs> the out anarchist there now. cookbook,
0: right? Is that that's yeah, what it's called? Right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's exactly what it's called.
0: Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't prank my mom with that. With that religious stuff, she would get pretty upset. <laughs> uh, so, how was Comic Con?
1: It was good. It was really good. Uh, I got to do this uh, really great, like, sort of uh, debate kind of panel thing on uh, the the Thursday of Comic-Con uh, that was this sort of, like nerd nerd culture sci-fi kind of superhero-y type of debate and uh and I was on it with it was just like such an extraordinary who's who I'm not sure how I ended up being asked to do it but (laughs) it was like Orlando Jones Joe Manganiello Felicia Day Aisha Tyler hosted it um uh John Barrowman I mean it was like I was like, what, what's what is happening? How did I end up on this? It was fantastic. That sounds like, and a- so we we yeah, we argue. We were sort of arguing, fake arguing over you know, sort of who's who's a better superhero group: the Justice League, the X Men, or the Avengers, and you know that kind of <laughs> stuff, which. But definitely uh, really riles up the crowd, and it was like 4,000 people. So there was a, there are moments where you are making an argument thinking, I really hope no one rushes the stage and just starts tearing <laughs> p- pieces of my skin off because Amazing. they disagree so adamantly.
0: I like that you, you're just doing stuff that we get drunk in the basement and, and do at home. Oh, absolutely. And
1: you know, like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I mean, I've had, like, I, I got into a fight with a buddy of mine after we went to go see The Dark Knight about if Two-Face was going to come back in the next one.
1: <laughs> is like, your And your friendship didn't survive that?
0: It, no, I mean, barely. It's <laughs> hanging on by a thread. But yeah, like, into a full-blown <sighs> argument on the way home from it. So, uh, yeah. is it as nuts as people say? Because I've never been. I'd like to go, but... It's
1: that particular one is for me unmanageably nuts. Um, It's just it's it takes up so much space in that particular corner of the city, and there really is. I mean there's just so much activity happening everywhere all the time and that's i totally understand why that's you know a mecca situation for many people it's just um for me but but likewise i know that there are a lot of people who have you know kind of crowd issues and yeah. you know, people don't usually like being herded through a tight space to get somewhere but <laughs> right. uh, but yeah. but it feels you know it feels worth it to to some people and i and i, I love that and i'm actually very envious of that because for me i tend to Like I, I, I'm so hypersensitive to, um, environmental stuff that I get hyperstimulated so quickly that like, I just take on everyone else's excitement and I am tired. I'm like drained after just like a block of walking surrounded by noise and people. Um, I sort of forget what I was doing. Yeah. It's definitely really intense. And, and so, uh so i can take it in 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 little bits and pieces but i definitely am an, an introvert so i have to like tuck into my hotel room and just yeah. put on like <laughs> you know white noise and sort of <laughs> right, just sit yeah. and not hear you know, like megaphones and party buses going by, but I, but I, but I love smaller comic cons and I actually really like New York comic con too. I was talking about this one, someone recently, like there's something about because New York is so bustling anyway, the transition from regular bustling New York into, you know, cosplayers bustling through a con (laughs) feels like a more normal transition somehow. For sure. And so it just feels less, somehow it feels like maybe it's just as intense, but it feels less intense for that reason. Um, But there are a lot of really great little cons out there, too, where, you know, it's just a couple thousand people, um, you know, spread over a few days time and you can kind of have more one on one time and spend more time in places like Artists Alley, where, you know, you have all these people doing this amazing fan art and you don't have to kind of push your way through to see everything. Yeah. So um, but I definitely recommend going to, you know, at least one at some point just to kind of check it out. I'm sure you guys would uh, have a great time doing, you know, like a live show we would love to it'd uh, be super fun yeah i mean
0: the 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 con that they do here in uh detroit is is nowhere near like that size but it, it's a lot of fun it's like it's almost exactly what you said there's a really cool artist alley and there's like you know yeah you don't feel like you're being like you said herded around and yeah yeah it's fun so That's you were something there for, I can get on board for yeah you were there for stand against evil
1: I was. Yeah, we did it. We premiered uh, uh, our trailer for season three. We had a great panel. um, uh, Great, great crowd. And, uh, and definitely talked about some of the stuff that's upcoming in season three. We're all really excited about it. I think it's the most... Uh, I mean, it definitely still has like a lot of kind of heart to it, which is one of the things that I think has worked for us with the show, f- considering how batshit crazy it is that there's still this sort <laughs> right, of like right. you actually care about the characters. Um, yeah. but but I I my sense is that that we've leaned e- even. Further into the kind of Simpsons insanity uh, <laughs> that Dana is so good at writing, and so, and then there, and there are a lot of kind of oh, there are a lot of homages this this year. So we have this sort of like. Um, you know, double take, is that Mulder and Scully? Or, okay, no, it's Excellent. someone, who, they're just people who look just like them. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, there's a sort of like spoof of Vampire Diaries, which is really fun. And so there's a lot of just like crazy, crazy moments and, and episodes that are kind of standalone in addition to the arc uh, that, that we're all really excited about this year. We just laughed a ton while we were shooting it.
0: It looks like a gd blast
1: it really it really <laughs> like, is yeah it really it, is
0: it's one of those like i it, yeah i i what i've seen i get that thing of am like man that looks like such a great time like i'd love to go do something It is. Like
1: that. it really yeah it is and it's the same you know we shoot it in such a short period of time and it's uh we've been so lucky to have Um, crew members who have returned year after year and it's really it's actually quite flattering because you know here we are this like tiny show with no budget and people are in atlanta our crew members are like leaving marvel movies to you know like they're replacing themselves temporarily on marvel movies which tend to shoot for like months and months at a time uh to come work on our show just because that's the fun thing they do and then go back to like their their bigger money but you know much more intense kind of experience of working on these bigger movies and shows so it's always like oh guys thanks for deigning to come back to to play with us (laughs) that's so great yeah that's so great
0: and when i'm sorry when do you When does it premiere the third season
1: uh halloween 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 we'll have a sneak peek on halloween as we do and then uh and then i think probably it will do what it usually did which was like i think wednesday's at 10 Mm um uh for for you know the eight episodes they usually do them in little like binging like two episodes at a time so uh they roll out pretty quick and and the second season is going to be available on hulu uh like mid-august i think oh great yeah
0: that's great um i just because you'd mentioned it and i i want to get to it anything you can tell me about fortune rookie
1: so, yeah, <laughs> so that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, an online on the on the IFC's online platform uh, i I created and and co-wrote and shot uh, a series called Fortune Rookie, in which I play uh, a version of myself a la I guess you could say you know, like a Larry David type situation, but um where i uh, I'm told just at random by. A quote unquote psychic that like she sort of looks at me and recognizes that I have that power. And, uh, and I suddenly decide that that's a great excuse to quit show business and, um, (laughs) decide to become a a fortune teller full time and, uh, have zero experience and just try to dive into it immediately. Like palm reading, how hard can it be? (laughs) Um, and so it's, it's really like, it's a great opportunity to just, um, stack the show with a ton of amazing guest stars who are, far more funny and talented than than I we have you know Fred Armisen uh Gary Anthony Williams Lorraine Newman Deborah Baker Jr from the show uh from Stan um there's a uh Scott Adsit Timothy Omenson another person from psych is James Roday who kind of plays my nemesis uh my neme- Janet Varney's nemesis James Roday on the show <laughs> uh so th- we have this weird mix of you know people playing themselves and people playing characters and uh uh, it was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had. It, it was just such a, a goofball, amazing time. And, uh, and I got to shoot it with friends of mine who have known forever the a company called drama three, four. Uh, and it, it really was like a dream come true. It's one of those things where now after you have that experience and someone goes, you know, well, what do you see yourself in five years? You think, Oh gosh, I want to do other people's shows, but like, I also really want to keep doing my stuff because there's something really, really magical about, you know, taking something from idea to execution through to editing to, you know, putting it out into the world, which we're going to be doing in this uh, later this summer. Uh, we have a site called fortune net that's, you know, has updates and stuff. We don't have our exact premiere date yet. Cause we're actually putting together like a big you know, sort of Hollywood in person premiere, mm-hmm. but, um, but uh but it's just the uh, you know i I think i when you when you do something that's just your little baby, and at the end you don't hate it uh, <laughs> it's for somebody who's like hard on themselves, yeah, or especially with ask, comedy you where you're that? like. Yeah, I mean, it just it, I think part of it is like, you know, the the secret is just having amazing people who make you look good. And then as Dana says about our show uh, about Stan, he's like, you know, you just take all the credit for all of their hard work. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I just continually even sitting through the that editing process, I thought, oh, I'll never I'll be so tired of it. I'll just think it's so stupid. I won't even you know, I'll just be I'll just be worn down by it. And that never happened. I was constantly delighted and finding something new about someone else's performance to just you know revel in and, and so it was really um, it's that moment where you know you sort of go oh why was I not doing more of this right all the while and so that my my true encouragement to anybody who has an idea that they want to take through to fruition is like just do it just do it. See what happens. Learn from it. You know, the chances are you're going to be so proud of yourself no matter what. And you're going to learn so much.
0: And, well, I mean, and, and it's so cool now, too, like to whatever degree, what like on a on a network or like Nate and I re- were sitting at a bar and like we're talking about some idea and there's like a VHS app on our phones that makes it look like you're shooting an old VHS. So it's like everything. Oh, is, it's so crazy. readily accessible. and like, yeah, there's no reason not to.
1: There's no reason not to. There's no excuse not to just play. Yeah. We're, we're living in an era where we might as well just play. And God knows that we could all probably use the distraction. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on in real life. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and I, I mean, uh, uh, the the group that you're talking about and I've referred to you as like, that's that phrase. Like I'd sit and watch you guys read the phone book. <laughs> like you guys are just oh, so damn that's funny.
1: Such a compliment.
0: I mean, yeah. And I, I love that you brought up Adsit too. Cause I I've met him several times through second city, but his mom Whenever we would, when I was touring with Second City, his mom would come to the shows and would send like a gift basket back for the cast, having no idea who any of us were. But she's the sweetest lady in the world.
1: Oh, that's so classy, isn't it? That's very, very cool. Yeah,
0: he's a, it's he's a nice guy, but uh, I know his mom a lot better. Yeah, (laughs) she's she's a very yeah. He's
1: I know I no longer care for him particularly (laughs) now that I know his mom is so awesome. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, Janet, uh, again, I can't thank you enough for doing this. I'm so happy with what you got going on. I'm so excited for all this. Um
1: Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for having me. It's exciting to talk about stuff I care about. So, well, again, no no hassle on my side.
0: Well, again, thank you, Janet. And we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Crimson. Hey, neighbors. Wanted to take a quick second and let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by the horror streaming service, Shudder. If you love horror movies, you're going to love Shudder. And this week, if you use the promo code NEIGHBORS on their site, you'll get one month of free access to all their movies, and they have a lot of great stuff going on. They're doing a Rob Zombie thing right now, and it's it's great if you like those. So that's NEIGHBORS, promo code NEIGHBORS on Shudder.com for one month of free service. So now, on to the show. Thank you so much uh, for doing this. I appreciate it greatly.
1: <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, no problem, I guess.
0: Uh, well, I, I Crimson. Yes. Um, that's that's your name. I'm getting that right.
1: Uh, that's correct. Yeah, my name is Crimson.
0: OK, well, thank you, Crimson. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you kind of coming by and, and and talking to us for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, what else am I going to do? With my Sunday morning,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, it's not like
1: I'm going to church. You know what I
0: mean? I I suppose you wouldn't be going to church, right? Uh, yeah,
1: no, I I definitely would not be going to church. So,
0: well, did you find the place okay? I I know it was kind of confusing. I don't because I, you know Maine's not as metropolitan, I guess, as Chicago, but.
1: Uh yeah no I I I found it I I walked around for kind of a while um I don't like using you know transit systems um oh you don't no I don't like using transit systems so I I had to walk around a fair bit um and you know it got a little sweaty it's actually a little toastier than I expected it to be <laughs> yeah, it's um, a nice day out yeah. Yeah, so it's just uh, you know, there's that's one thing about black is it uh sucks up the sunlight and I uh, <laughs> yeah. was not expecting uh to have to kind of, you know, towel off in the bathroom uh, before I came in. But uh, Oh yeah. That's uh, well that's how okay. Life works.
0: So what yeah. is th- is there I forgive my ignorance, I is there a goth scene in Maine? I don't I don't know anything about that. Can you can you kind of
1: i I mean it's not um robust mm-hmm. i would say uh i would i mean certainly in my area uh I was the only one um but i kind of you know in a way that sort of just feeds right into The whole kind of feeling of being an outsider. So I really tried to just embrace that. And I didn't try to, you know, convert any hicks uh, (laughs) into, you know, my my lifestyle, per se.
0: Do you feel like you stand out?
1: I definitely stand out. I there's absolutely no question about it. There have been people who've uh mistaken me for the Grim Reaper. Um <laughs> oh, which no. I take as a compliment. Well, there's a lot of like I mean, a lot of people carry scythes in Maine, but really? Um not a lot oh yeah. Uh it's just like it, for some for you know how people like um you know, like in the like in the punk scene, and and also just in like the idiot scene, which are two very very different things. I respect punks, but there are like douchebags who wear you know like uh, a chain wallet. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. kind of like the main chain wallet is like a scythe, which I is weird because we d- we have not that many fields, but uh, <laughs> it's a really handy tool, which is something that people from Maine figured out. A lot of people catch their lobster with scythe. Is that right? Yeah, it's like a giant fish hook. Uh, wow, that's and that's, so wow. if you don't want a whole cage full of lobsters, <laughs> if you just want a water, uh you can just kind of dip that. Yeah, just th- toss a little like uh you know like a little worm on the tip of that side, and just like dip it down into the ocean, and usually a, a lobster will just like latch on.
0: I would. That sounds very interesting. I would like to try that.
1: Yeah, it's 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 cool. There's actually a Red Bull sponsored. Uh, <laughs> lobster scythe off that happens every autumn uh i've never been to it because that's not really my thing i actually use my scythe for more like a like a like i'll hook it onto like a treetop you know of okay. swing on it but i swing like <laughs> mournfully i won't swing like with enjoyment Oh yeah. um but you know for people who are more into like sports that that's like the sporty scythe that's I and mean, that's pretty that impressive challenge.
0: that Red Bull is sponsoring this, yeah, r- r- yeah, they one-off.
1: really, yeah, they really like to get into like weird things people do near the water, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I guess,
0: yeah, you can do a lot of weird stuff by the water, I guess,
1: oh my gosh, endless, yeah, endless,
0: yeah, it's uh, yeah, you can get real creative, uh, so we y- I'm kind of curious to know about because you've had some experience with the pet cemetery is, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I I guess I'm kind of curious to know more about that. Cause I I don't know if you, you know, know what happened to the, to the creeds or anything like that, but I mean, it's, it just seems like you would be a little apprehensive to do that. So you, you kind of told me that you did this several times. So could you kind of take me through that and explain what that's like?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I had, I mean, there's definitely been people who've talked about it, you know, they are like, oh, the Pat's on right? You know, that's <laughs> like, a, oh, don't go down the patsamatari, on my You right? know, like the way that people talk in Maine, I had to watch a tremendous amount of like, you know, 120 minutes and stuff when I was growing up so that I could get that like MTV kind of voice of, you know, unlike a Little bit of like the velvet underground, where, like, oh, yeah. while I don't take heroin, it's important that you sound like you might, um, all yeah. the time. But, uh, but you know, uh, my grandfather would be like, Oh, you know, that's a Pat Tower down that way, don't go on the Pat Tower. And I, I am drawn to graves, uh, be they, uh, you know, human or uh, non human. Uh, I actually, when I was really little. And I'd heard about it, I had a, I wasn't allowed to have, you know, real animals as pets, but I had a, like a, like a small succulent. Uh That my mom had given me, she just took a trip to California came back with this weird looking thing, tried to convince me it was a sea anemone, <laughs> so I thought it was an ocean creature, and uh-huh. uh I kept it in water, and then it it died. Oh no, it turns out that's the opposite of what succulents want, <laughs> but i I had heard about the pet cemetery, so I took it to the pet cemetery and I buried it. And when I dug it up, it, it was uh it it was like a like a what's the word? Like a philodendron. Okay. You know, it, yeah, it had yeah. changed. It was like not the same. Um so that for a long time I was like, This place sucks. Yeah. You know? And then people started talking about like, oh, the cat came back, it was evil, like, oh, little kid, like whoo, hoosie bougie, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it and seems like so, kind of around the mill. Yeah, and so I just like kind of tucked that away in the back of my mind as I was just <laughs> trying to survive this mortal coil, but um uh-huh. I had this I actually had this python that um was like really ill-tempered and uh his name was Slab, and Slab was like kind of a shithead and he was great because like everyone was afraid of him, so if I ever like took him out and about, yeah, it's a this scary pet. Yeah, I would like drag. I would put him in a wagon. I mean, I painted the little wagon black, you know, so it wasn't like a cute red wagon. <laughs> right. And of course, I was also would have my scythe in the other hand. And so I would take it around town. It would like hiss at people and stuff. And people really like. I feel like that like way upped my credibility as a goth. And so when Slab died, I was like, oh snap! Like I'm gonna take Slab to the pet cemetery. It's gonna he's gonna come back like twice as evil. And I was so psyched. And so I buried him. And like when I dug him up, he came back like (sighs) adorable.
0: Oh, no.
1: Yeah. He was like so cute. And just like his eyes got like real big and like cute. And like people just like thought he was so adorable. And like he would like lick people's faces and like make people giggle and stuff. And that's not what you want. I just like. Yeah, no. People were like, no one took me seriously anymore, and I was peeved. You know what well, I mean? Sure. So I ended up giving him to a church group, <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, you know, what can I do? So it seemed like, well, if, you know, changes things into the opposite. I was like, you know, the obvious choice would be get like something cute so i bought a hamster
0: those are the cutest you know yeah
1: and you know i like murdered it or whatever and oh you
0: killed it you you killed I, the hamster
1: oh well i mean i wasn't gonna wait for it to die natural death <laughs> i didn't sure. want it to suffer you know what i mean yeah, um, i mean that could take months yeah so uh, i and then i buried it and you know i mean it came back um but like, ugh. you know, it what? wasn't. It like came back, but it was not like evil. It was like just like angsty.
0: Oh, just kind of like okay. What,
1: dude? It was like looking in a mirror. You know what I mean? Yeah, I that's like, oh great, great. You know, it's like it would just look at its wheel, and then it would just like look at me like, "What's the point?" <laughs> Is, what was it harder
0: for you to kill the hamster or for it to come back little angsty and not what you wanted? Because I feel like that might be something that's a little difficult to go through killing an animal. I mean, I've never done it, but I don't know. Is am I am I assuming that? Is that wrong?
1: Well, you don't. I mean, <laughs> you're not really killing it if you're putting it in the pet cemetery, right? So I guess you're you right, are yeah. just thinking of it as putting it to sleep for a second. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and like I was real nice. Like I when I say I murdered it, you know, I mean like. I gave it, you know, like a couple of my mom's sleeping pills and like I played Morrissey for it. Oh, okay. And like I rubbed it on its little belly as the life slowly drained out of it. And... So you were humane you know, I, about it. I, oh, it was super humane. And like I made a tiny little shirt, you know, I made like a little like bright eyes shirt um, <laughs> oh, for yeah. it. And like I put it, I, I put it in its little shirt and wrapped it in some velvet... And, you know, so I like, I took care of it. I really thought it was going to come back evil, you know? Yeah. I felt like I'd earned that. And sure enough, it came back and it was just like, <sighs> like I found, like, you know, a copy of like Sartre, like inside the cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there was like stuff that had been underlined, which was like, oh, I don't really? know, like, yeah, like where he got, you know, the pen or whatever. He was taking notes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, it's just a bummer. You know, you think that something's going to come back and, and, you know, be like, I mean, worst case scenario, like a binicula type situation. <laughs> of course. And instead, it was, he just was like, you know, I don't need to be reminded that life is meaningless. You know, I feel that way already. I need to see some action. Right. You know, and
0: I imagine you're pro- I, I, I don't know, I would I I can assume that maybe you're jealous of, say, like the creeds who they got an evil cat and an evil dead kid and then uh, a wife. Yeah. too. So like these guys, he's three for three on this.
1: I know. I know. I don't know what I did wrong. Like, I don't know if there's like a certain area like maybe there's like neighborhoods within the pet cemetery or something uh, yeah. or like you know what I mean or like how deep you bury it is like <sighs> how deeply evil they become if there's some sort of ph balance system in the soil I mean there's just probably a lot of science involved yeah I know that you say that it seems necess- like a lot of work you now yeah like you really have to I would say do your homework but I don't know that like anyone's bothered writing a book about this
0: have you given any thought to maybe burying yourself in the pet cemetery? Whoa. I mean, I don't want you, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. I just think maybe, you know, you you go in there and you kind of cover yourself up with oh, dirt and just kind no. of see what happens.
1: This is, this is actually that's actually like kind of an insanely good idea. I had not even thought about that at all. I guess I never <laughs> thought that you could like bury yourself.
0: You know, now that I think about it, yeah, that would be hard.
1: But would it, though? Because, like, if you could rig some kind of device or something to where, like, as you were falling down into the open grave, you dug for yourself, like, something, like, the weight of your body, like, pulled, like, a wagon of dirt over you or whatever. I I mean, mean, I have that wagon. I'm definitely not using it for slab (laughs) anymore.
0: Yeah. You got that little black wagon just sitting there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that's enough dirt. Well, yeah, yeah, you would have to make sure. What constitutes a burial? You know what I mean? Like, how buried is buried? Like, could I just put some, like, old leaves over myself? (laughs)
0: Yeah, you can bury yourself at the beach. You're right. What constitutes a burial? How far down do you have? How much dirt do you need to have?
1: I I mean, I don't know.
0: Do you have any goth friends that maybe could help you out with that?
1: I mean, I have a couple of online friends. I assume they're human, uh, (laughs) but there are so many bots out there now that, like... I don't even know. Like when someone says, you know, that they are like way into black lipstick. It's like I don't. Is that just like a Russian bot?
0: Yeah. How you do you know? know? How do you know somebody's not just trolling you to find out what you like?
1: Yeah. I. I mean, that's that's really tricky. So I would be like a little nervous to like over you know the internet where like all of our information is. Perhaps very insecure, you know. Yeah. Try to get someone to uh, assist me with my suicide. <laughs> that feels like it might flag, like flag me a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, and like yeah. w- with my luck, I would like you know get arrested before I had the chance to come back.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you do But to also,
1: happen- like, what am I going to come back as? You know what I mean? Like, what am I going to come back as? Like, I mean. I just don't. Again, we just need to do more research about how the creeds. I think so. Made it work because I would. Knowing me, I would. You know, with my luck, I would come back and I would be like, you know. Because I mean, you know, I don't want some sort of like evangelist or something. And you don't want that. I mean, those people cannot be more happy than I am. (laughs) No, no, they. I don't think they are. Not to say I'm happy, but yikes. Yeah, I mean that seems that that seems like a lot of work yeah
0: well crimson i think you're a delight and i i wish you nothing but the best i don't again i don't want anything bad to happen to you but I, I really hope you hit the jackpot with something coming out of that pet cemetery well
1: then i would say I you wish me the nothing but the worst is what i would appreciate you well modifying you know what? your statement to say
0: then i wish you nothing but the worst crimson
1: thank you so much
0: of course it's my pleasure and thank you so much for coming by and talking to us
1: uh, it's 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 been great. Listen, I gotta. I'm actually still really sweaty. Uh, oh, do sure. you mind if I use that hairdryer?
0: Yeah, please. Yeah, go ahead. You can use that hairdryer.
1: I've been looking at it this whole time. I barely remember what I was saying. If,
0: you know what, you can just have it. I don't really have a lot of hair.
1: Oh, thanks. Maybe I'll maybe I'll drop it into a tub of water.
0: Hey, now we're talking.
1: Great in the pet cemetery.
0: <laughs> well, I, I wish you nothing but bad tidings, Crimson. <laughs>
1: Thanks a lot. You too.
0: Thanks. Thanks for listening to My Neighbors Are Dead. I'm your host, Adam Peacock. The show is produced by myself and Nate DeFort with editing done by Nate DeFort. Original music was composed by Jesse Case and additional music was composed by Dane Halverson. Our artwork was done by Mark Nashan. Crimson was played by Janet Varney. You can catch Janet on the upcoming season of Stan Against Evil, premiering on IFC this Halloween. And also, if you like podcasts, check hers out. It's called The JV Club. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support My Neighbors Are Dead while getting unique swag and a look behind the scenes of how we make the show, go to patreon.com slash myneighborsaredead. No amount is too small and every bit helps. If you have yet to rate and review My Neighbors Are Dead on iTunes, please take a second and do so. It helps us grow and it helps new neighbors find the show. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at My neighbors Are Dead, and on Twitter at My Dead Neighbors. Stop by and share your favorite episodes. If you want to join in weekly discussions about the movies covered on our episodes, you can join us on our Facebook group, The Neighbors Movie Society. Big thanks to this week's sponsor, Shudder. If you want one free month of Shudder to meet all your horror streaming needs, use the promo code NEIGHBORS at Shudder.com. Once again, that's promo code NEIGHBORS at Shudder.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.